Move in, squish in if you can, please. I know some of you have to be on the end for whatever reason, but if you can, we're just trying to make space and create a community atmosphere in here where people feel welcome and that they don't have to disturb someone to jump over them to get to a seat. So any smushing is most welcome. Get started in another minute or two. Smush that way. Well, we'll begin. I'd like to welcome you all to our Thursday Mindful Awareness Meditation Session. I'm Diana Winston. I'm the Director of Mindfulness Education at MARC, the Mindful Awareness Research Center. We're located in the Medical School and Psychiatry Department down the street from the Hammer Museum here. Happy to have you here. Anybody here for the first time? Okay, so it seems like more regulars than usual. And as most of you know, there's these meditations are then put on the web, and so people are listening to them from all around the world, which is kind of neat to, to think that we're not just doing it here in this room, but that it's all over the place. Uh, it's not simulcast. It's in about a week or two it'll be up. So mindfulness is about paying attention to our present moment experiences with openness and curiosity and a willingness to be with what is. How do we show up for our lives? How do we not live in a place of automatic pilot, just going through the motions and getting through the day? How do we live in a way that's connected to our deepest values and what we care about? How do we live in a way that we don't miss our lives, that we really are present for ourselves, for others, for the people we encounter? This is where mindfulness can lead to. And a few weeks ago, we, I had been talking about the quality of joy as being this really tremendously important quality that can be cultivated through meditation practice. So as we meditate over time, what people report is when they're living more in the moment that there's more joy present and just, just general happiness. So there was a research study done in 2011 where they, uh, they would buzz people on smartphones and ask them three questions. And it would be at random intervals, and they were all around the world. I think there were about 2,500 people in the study. And they asked them three questions. What are you doing? Is your mind on it? And how are you feeling? And what they reported is that if, they, if their mind was on what they were doing, they reported being happier than if they were lost in ruminations or obsessing about something. Or it's kind of intuitively obvious. If you're doing something, you're thinking about all the difficult things you have to do or what you're worried about, you're not going to be too happy. But even people's minds tend to go to just neutral things, like I have to go feed the cat later or whatever it is, something not very exciting one way or another, not as happiness producing as if people were living in the moment, even if they were doing things that they don't like. If they, let's say you don't like to wash the dishes, 
But when you're washing the dishes, you do it with a presence, with connectedness, that you stay, when your mind goes into ruminations, you come back into the moment that you stay, you feel the water on your hands, you feel yourself, you feel your feet on the floor. This is leads to more happiness than the alternative. So mindfulness brings in happiness as you do it. And I think, I'm just curious, just for fun, how many people have gotten happier since they started meditating? Raise your hand. See? Look, most of the room. <laughs> See, I'm right. <laughs> Proof. <laughs> we talked about different kinds of happiness. We talked about joy as being not what we typically think of as joy, as this incredible excitement, ecstatic state, but also but about different gradations of joy, that joy can be a subtle happiness. It can be a feeling of a job well done. It can be a sense of connectedness, that that word joy is a big word to encompass a lot of very positive mental states connected to joy and happiness. And so what we were exploring is how we can cultivate it. There are practices that deliberately cultivate joy. And a few weeks ago, we talked about practices that cultivate joy in other people's joy. So when someone does something, rather than feeling envious, they do something that's good or something good happens to them, rather than feeling envious and comparing, we actually take joy in their experience. And that leads to more joy. So the joy also, as I was saying, is this less about these ecstatic states and more about a radical acceptance of life as it is. And this is an incredible joy that happens as we meditate, that we can be with life in all of its ups and downs, that we can find happiness just where we are, even in the middle of washing the dishes, we can find joy. So that's really a promise of this practice. So we'll get started with the practice and we'll do a little bit of joy practice as well. Why don't you settle back into a comfortable and relaxed position? So just finding a posture that supports your practice. Most people tend to do it sitting up, and obviously in this room you're sitting up. If you're practicing at home and you have back issues or you can't do it sitting up, it's fine to do it lying down. Just be careful of falling asleep. We can also do this practice standing. So there are many ways to practice mindfulness. For those of us sitting, we have our hands resting wherever they're comfortable. Feet on the floor supporting us. Eyes closed, but it doesn't have to be closed to do the practice. So if you want to keep your eyes open because it doesn't feel comfortable with your eyes closed, that's fine. Just don't look all around or you'll distract yourself. Try to kind of stay with your eyes resting on one thing, maybe the floor or the seat back in front of you. Let's take a few deep breaths. These deep breaths that calm our nervous system. These deep breaths that remind us that we're here to practice meditation. And deep breaths that guide us into the present moment. Our breath is always with us. It's actually a lovely meditation object for people because it has the function of it can be a calming breath, 
It can regulate our system. And for most people, it's neutral. Not for everybody. For most people, it's neutral, meaning you don't love it, you don't hate it. So it's a good object to focus on in meditation. So maybe just another breath or two, feeling the breath, filling up your body. Exhaling, letting go of anything that's troubling you as the breath leaves your body. Coming into the present moment right here, right now. The past is over. The future is not yet here. We're just here. And then let your breath return to its own natural rhythm. And if at any point you find you want to take a deeper breath to help calm yourself down for any reason, feel free. But otherwise, let your breath be at its own natural pace. And let's notice our bodies present on the chair. What do you notice as you pay attention to your body? There's some obvious sensations like your feet on the floor, your legs on the chair. Just let your attention go to where you feel it the clearest. Hardness, softness, vibration. Tingling, movement, itching, warmth, coolness, pleasant, unpleasant, neutral. Notice this body. And when you encounter areas of tension, just set an intention to release or relax. So it's sort of don't try to release it. Sometimes that doesn't work. But just notice, oh, tense here. And sometimes in that noticing, a natural release begins to happen. Just a softening and easing. Sometimes there's pain in our body and we can't really do anything about it. It's not going to change. But if we just soften around it, it doesn't feel as overwhelming. We don't get lost in the stories about the pain, but just being with maybe all we can do in this moment. And then maybe finding another part of our body that doesn't feel painful. That's helpful too. Your hands or feet, someplace else in your body that's at ease. So just scanning your body, relaxing and releasing. And let your attention go to the sounds around us. <coughs> the sounds in the room. The sounds outside the room. <coughs> the sound of me coughing. There's so many sounds happening. Letting the sounds come and go. They don't have to disturb your meditation. 
they're part of it. So there's sounds, just like there's ache in the body or a pain in the body. There might be an unpleasant sound, and that's okay. Just notice it, hear it, listen to it. No need to get lost in a story about the sounds. We just listen to the sounds coming and going. And then turn your attention to your breath. Where do you feel the natural rhythm of your breath in your body, in and out through your nose? The rising and falling of your abdomen. the expansion and contraction of your chest, the movement of the air in your nose, let your focus, let your attention come to one focus, the focus being your breath in one of these areas or the sound. It doesn't matter what you choose, just pick something that feels easy to do or interesting to you. If you can't decide, just choose something. Breath after breath, feeling your body moving with your breath, Rising, falling, expanding, contracting, in and out. When your attention wanders, <coughs> when your attention wanders, you'll notice it's wandering. At some point, you'll wake up to the fact that your attention has wandered. And that, in and of itself, is a moment of mindfulness. You can use a soft word like thinking or wandering and then gently come back to your main focus, your breath or the sounds coming and going. And then you just keep doing that again and again and again.
So we'll move into silence and do this practice together. And if other things happen that pull you away, you can focus on them. You get sleepy, you get restless. What does that feel like in your body? What do you notice is happening when you're sleepy or restless? When you have an emotion, where is that emotion in your body? Can you feel it? So if these things become very compelling, pay attention to them. But otherwise, just stay with your main focus. So we'll practice this now. I'll be silent for the next period.
So to remind you of the joy practice, first noticing where you are in this moment. And you might notice, is there any subtle contentment, happiness, maybe even joy in happening in this moment? There may or may not be. Now bring to mind a time when you felt joy. And this could be anything. It doesn't have to be any large, joyful moment. It could have been when you were visiting with a friend and you were laughing or you were taking a walk in a beautiful place and you felt content or you did something kind to another person. You felt the joy of the kindness. So just remember a time when joy was present and See what comes to mind. If it's hard to think of something, just come up with something kind of minor or little bits of happiness here and there. And now notice as you remember this time, notice what's happening inside you. Notice how it feels to have joy. It's very really visceral. We can feel it in our body as an expanded sense. Warmth, openness, ease, smile. We might ask ourselves or just use these phrases in our mind and say, May my happiness and good fortune continue. Or may this goodness continue. Or may I feel even more joy. May it grow and deepen. I'm giving you some language and you can see what makes sense for you. May my happiness grow and deepen. May it permeate all aspects of my life. May it, I live in joy. May I live in joy. You can also try these. May I open to joy. May I one day open to joy. May I know joy is possible. Welcome joy. Now what are you feeling right now? Take a moment to say whatever phrases you connected with. mine or come up with your own. How do you feel inside as you say these phrases? And perhaps the joy, the quality of joy is growing. The joy is 
expanding, it's permeating. But perhaps not. Perhaps you're feeling, I don't deserve to have joy. Or this is stupid. Or people are suffering, why should I be joyful? So just notice these reactions. They're completely normal. And see if you can hold yourself in kindness for whatever you're feeling right now. And you might ask, do I want to set an intention for joy in spite of these challenges? And maybe for some of you, there's a wholehearted yes. And for others, I'm not so sure. If you want to right now, you can set that intention. You might use the language of, I choose joy. May I open to joy. Say whatever you want to say for yourself right now. And also giving yourself plenty of space if it's not what you want to do. So may everyone everywhere experience joy and not necessarily great heights of joy, that's wonderful, but all of the subtle, all of the complexity, and a radical willingness to be with all of life as it is. When you're ready, you can open your eyes. Thank you for your attention today. It's nice to practice with all of you. And as I always say, there's lots more to learn around mindfulness. So if you want to have more depth of an experience, we have mindfulness classes, events, and workshops at the Mindful Awareness Research Center. When you exit on the right, there's a flyer. We have a day long coming up with my colleague, Marv Beltzer, where you can practice all day long if you want to try that. And well sitting and walking, not just eight hours of sitting or something. Um, new classes are starting up in May. We have fun basic classes, mindful awareness practices classes, and all sorts of things coming up. If you have any questions, I'll be in the hallway, and have a joyful day. <laughs>